To really start thinking about the weekend, weather looks awesome too. I love this. This time it, of year might be my favorite time of year in South Florida. You're right. It looks amazing yeah. for the next week or so. Yeah, it's good. We had November, December, January. Eh, we just the weather wasn't awesome. It is peaking right now, just in time for spring break. Kicking out on Saturday, spring training begins on Saturday with uh, games here in South Florida, and then you've got. The golf tournament that uh, hits right after that. There's polo going on. There's just so much great stuff going on. And then Sunfest. And then shortly thereafter, we go downhill and get into the rainy season. But I you tell know. you what, this son of a bitch over here might have to break out some T-necks. A little turtleneck up in this piece. <laughs> it's, it's, that kind of, it's that kind of weather. You love a turtleneck and a brown vest. The problem with my turtlenecks that I have right now is yeah. they look great from my neck down to my tits. But right when it gets to my belly, it, it almost gets skinny, the shirt does, and it looks like I got a little Pooh Bear belly. <laughs> but the, it makes my tits look nice, but it really makes my stomach look horrific. <laughs> Not my T-neck. I just always think that a turtleneck makes... A man look like a penis. <laughs> I love a turtleneck, but I, I just gotta... I love a penis. <laughs> but do you want to look like a penis? I don't think it looks penis. I don't, but I would like Jason too. You think it looks like a penis? Kind of. Oh man, hey, you're gonna fucking ruin turtlenecks for me. <laughs> My wife, anytime she sees somebody in a turtleneck, she's like, "Oh, why are you dressed as a dick?" <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it really does. It kind of, it's burned in my brain now. I don't think I could ever wear a turtleneck. There's no going back. And you love to wear little goofy hats. So you'll be like a penis wearing a little goofy hat. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. And uh, just a heads up, too. It's uh, going to start warming up a bit. So you might be a little warm. I, okay. I guess I'm just going to Yeah, you kind of weather. missed it by two days. All right. According to my sources, it's supposed to be cold for the next five to seven days. Well, then I think you should wear sweaters and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you go for it. Don't let us talk you out of dressing like a yeah. penis. No, well, how about this? It, can, I, can you guys give me on a weather app that fucking works at least? I feel like I'm always saying it's going to be cold when it's going to be hot. Here's the thing about the weather. They don't know what's going to be like. Just look outside. Look outside. Yeah, that's that's a, the only way. That's how I roll. Until the day, like right before, they really don't know. I don't know. I feel they've kind of been nailing it, Virginia. Mm. Well, I can tell you this much. Every time I see a turtleneck now, I'm going to be thinking about penis. Yeah. <laughs> Once it gets burned in your brain, there's no going back. Yeah. Like, yes, it kind of does. Uh, towards the tail end of the regular show, we were talking about Tijuana Flats closing four Florida locations, and then we're finding out that, oh my gosh, they're starting to disappear in South Florida as well. I think there's still 14, I think. Now, that was according to the Tijuana Flats website, and I don't know how quickly they're keeping up with the cancellation. Some people have been saying that, yeah, the quality's kind of been going down. That's according to some people, but it's one of those places where my wife and I, we were in a Tijuana Flats kick years ago now, but we were driving... I don't know, it was probably 20, 25 minutes one way just to go to this Tijuana Flats. We loved it that much. I think it's because of all the sauces, and it was just, you know, solid, man. It was, it was fun. Great. It was new. It was exciting. I, I know this yeah. is going to sound weird. They have great ice there. 
They have great crushed, like shaved ice there. Hmm. Okay, that is. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever commented on a place's uh, ice. But, well, because uh, okay. you don't really respect soda or beverages like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I usually will get a craft beer. Like yeah, a, exactly. Like Hollywood Brewing was on tap there, at least uh, the Palm Beach Lakes location. That is nice to be able to get a nice craft beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it was just all those kind of things. That's why I liked it. So we were going to the one in Gardens years ago, and then they opened up one on Palm Beach Lakes, and something happened. And it was my wife. It wasn't me, because I'd be like, hey, let's go to one. Yeah. She just wasn't ever feeling it. I'm like, I don't know what happened. She fell out of love with it pretty quick, and I couldn't you know, really get there as much as I wanted to. And now I'm looking at this, man, they're kind of closing down other places. Uh, we'd heard about Wellington. It just closed up shop. Uh, Royal Palm Wellington, uh, one in 441 Plaza with Blaze Pizza is still open, but they said the other closed partly from low traffic, partly sanitary issues. Oh, no. And Ugh. Brandon said, I don't think the employees even got a day's notice. Danny said they closed the one on Palm Beach Lakes. Really? Wow. That was, yeah, and that was the one. That was the craziest thing. We were, as soon as they opened, I don't know what it was. Is the one in Gardens closed too now? Is this getting to be a very. Don't know. Yeah, that's why I just said. I mean, if you are a fan of it, kind of a heads up. Because it looks like they're uh, starting to shut down all over the place. And me, me and Panda went there, the one in Gardens. And the, the one we went to, they turned it into a Jersey Mike sub shop. So Dang. we're like, oh, fuck. Ah, no, no, no it's, no, it's actually good. Let's go to Jersey Mike's. If we went to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> I like Jersey Mike's, too. Okay. <laughs> It just it's kind of a weird thing on how that uh stuff kind of happens. But anytime you say a restaurant, it's so weird. Some people for example, I just say Jersey Mike's and I know I'm gonna get some people go bird, Jersey Mike's sucks. It's balls, it's awful, it's disgusting. It's just an odd thing that I mean, don't you like Jersey Mike's? I do like Jersey Mike's. I think they have a great setup. I like them probably better than most subs. I wonder what it is that makes people not like something like that, though. Because I was kind of shocked with the whole Tijuana Flats, how many people were dogging it. Yeah. And, hey, look, I mean, it starts to explain itself that, you know, how many places can you think of that you loved once upon a time and just they just start falling off a little bit? Well, sometimes they grow and get big and start franchising. And then the quality control is impossible to maintain. Scaling any business is tough. And that's what they always talk about. You got to build a scale. So you can't, as you grow, you cannot lose what made you big and the ability to grow in the first place. I think we all learn this from watching Top Chef. If you do, if you're, if, if people are used to ma- having you make something with all of the ingredients and you even change one ingredient, that could ruin the balance of the universe for you for that meal. It's true. Yeah, I saw it happen during COVID when people changed to a cheaper cheese. It changed it on such a level that was it does. disheartening. And it's those subtle things. And look, this has been really a tough time since the pandemic for a lot of restaurants for two reasons. One is shipping chain issues, costs of supplies, and employees. And those three things have wrecked a lot of – you could go back pre-pandemic, and there are a lot of places you would say would get A's that are probably now getting a letter grade C or lower. And 
they're starting to close. Tijuana Flats might be one of those. I always get bummed out when I hear the word larva involved in one of these violations. <laughs> not a good word with restaurants. I don't yeah. want larva with my rice, with my... Not a good word. <laughs> Larv-free. Please? Please. Because yeah. I feel like that's so bad. Larva, you've let shit get a- away from you. I get how you can have a fly in there, a roach every now and then. Larva? That means you didn't give a shit about keeping quality control and keeping things from growing on your own. Old meat. I mean, it's Florida. You're going to get little critters here and there. Uh, I don't know about larva, dog. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know, one person commented in the chat. They said, Ryan said, you know, employees can't afford to live here, so they quit and move. And, yeah, that is that is part of it. You know, you do have those issues that are going on. You know, some of it also is just the times. I think a generational thing. I was reading something that kind of speaks to this as well. They say 93% of Gen Zers said that they have flaked out on a job interview. That's a crazy high number. Did you ever once have a job interview scheduled and you just didn't show up? Never. I can't think of one time in my life that that ever happened. 87% of Gen Zers have been offered a job that they didn't show up for. That's almost nine out of ten. You wow. go through the interview process, the applications, everything. You're hired. You start on Monday, and it comes Monday. You're like, eh, fuck it. Their anxiety. I don't know if that's it. They said that they do it because it makes them feel like they are in charge of their career, but not in charge of their rent. <laughs> I remember one time I was walking to a job interview. And a bird shit on me on the way to the interview. I had to go find a way to clean myself up, which I did. I was so sad. I think I was crying. I still went to the job interview. I didn't get the job. But maybe I did. They they go, we're going to hire her, but she smelled like bird shit. (laughs) (laughs) We can't have someone smelling that bad in this place. I was so sad. I was having a rough week. I think I'm a maniac in job interviews. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing going on with some of the restaurants, we'd heard this. I saw next door place was getting called out because they thought that their credit card fee was a little higher than the percent average by maybe just a small percent or something like that. But I think some people are really looking at their tabs, especially when they pay by credit card to say, okay, what are all these fees? And I remember telling you that I went to a pizza place we still go to. And I think they had it. It was was weird. It was like it basically was an ambiance fee. And it's not that amazing. It's not on the water. It's nothing like that. It's in a strip mall. Yeah, ambiance fee is really a weird was, name. I think it was like a local diner's fee. Maybe that's what it was. Local diner's fee. It was just something that was like, wait, what? <laughs> I went to a place. Remember, I was up in Tallahassee visiting Magnolia, and we went to a lunch spot, and there was a way big problem, shortage with staff. It was one waitress who was basically working 12 tables. I felt so bad for her, so we did leave her a big tip. But I looked on the bill and it said security fee, $3.99. And there wasn't a bouncer or security person in sight. There was barely a guy bussing the tables. 
Maybe wow. they made securities on their emotions. Security <laughs> fee, yeah. three bucks. They feel good. They feel secure. Uh, three ninety nine here. Three ninety nine there. Yeah. I mean, that does add up. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Didn't you say earlier that you would know if you, on, on some of your receipts if they were overcharged? Because I'm the same way. I don't. I don't look at everything. No, with all this detail. I, I really don't. I don't pay that much attention. To it, the, I just the, look at the total. The queen does. I, I look to see that they haven't added the tip already because I'm usually in a big party, and sometimes that they'll add the tip already. If I, they haven't added the tip already, I never really look at the other like tax and all that. Like, ugh. I got a I got a weird thing. I know I'm not normal in this. A lot of times I don't pay attention to how much it is at all because seeing the charge gives me anxiety. And the one thing I love is going out for food and drinks. And if if that gives me anxiety, then I'm just fucked. Do you ever do you ever get a bill and just put your card down and not look at the total? And yes, just, Kevin, I've done that too because I know what you're talking about. It's weird. It's yeah. crazy because if if I really start thinking about, it, I'm like, going, I, I can't do this. I can't justify this. You just go numbers just, stress you out. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I, I, I get totally stressed know what you mean from by it, that. and I'm like, I don't want to know. I just don't want to know because I've got few enjoyments in life. There are few things that give me pleasure, <laughs> and I'm not going to ruin this. It just whatever it is is what it is. I don't do it at restaurants, but I'll do it for Uber Eats. Okay. I'll go, yeah, you know I can what? see that. Don't even yeah. look. Just hit send. And, yeah, fuck it. Just, you know pizza's on the way. Yeah. I know what I, you And mean. I know the queen has it. And that's where I, I just, that's the one thing I love about, you know, being with a partner is that I know she's got this. She's on it. To me, it gives me anxiety. And I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. Just, all right. <laughs> what a bunch of little bitches we are. Because <laughs> she, she will tell me if it's like, hey, we, we can't be eating out so much or we can't be doing this. I'll be like, okay, all right, that's fine. So, yeah, if I see it, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, that was $25. What am I doing? I know. I, I, I can't well, justify that. I threw on some extra cheese sticks. And I knew they were like nine bucks ago. I'm not going to even just yeah. send. Yeah, I know it's not responsible, but man, I, I just gotta I gotta relieve myself. Your that. your self preservation skills are on point. That's what it is. Sometimes it's more important to preserve self than to be involved it's, and it informed. A, it's a mental health thing that I do. I get I'm, like, it. I'm going to spare myself from. I obsess about everything in life. I'm gonna not. I'm going to just take a, a break from one thing. Don't look at the number and have another tequila. That's what I'll do. That's, That's what, exactly what I'll do. See, I almost did that, but I did another whiskey, not tequila. You had a cup. <laughs> we got him a cup of whiskey. That's so funny. You do two weird things that I do, and I, I know what you mean by... Yeah, you when, do. When, if when, you when relate, you, I think we all, some of us have the same odd quirks. I, I get it. It's not normal. But it's just that's what I do, and that's why I do it. And you say mental health. Everyone's fucked mentally. I, I don't care what yeah. anybody says. Everyone on this planet has got something Well, you have, not jiving with their brain. Well, you think about when you go through the course of the day, there are things that they're, you know, they're a withdrawal. They're a ding. You, you don't, they don't give you positive emotions. Everybody has it. Through the course of your day, something will happen. You get flipped off in traffic. All these kind of things are, are negatives. I just know with this job, there's so many things I have to go through through the course of the day. It's like, oh, 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 oh. You know, you kind of get knocked around a little bit. You're like, There's oh, okay. always a cactus to hug. There's yes. always <laughs> someone in the wings waiting to kick you in the dick. There's always yes. some kind of a cactus you got to go there through. There is, <laughs> and I just know I'm going to have a lot of those. So I'm like, when I get down the path of enjoyment, that's kind of the, you know, what I would call the deposits. 
I'm not going to look at the deposits. I just know that, okay, I need some positives into my mental health bank here. You just you just laid it all out so nicely. It makes me want to just go ahead and order something. I even fucking look and just hit send. I think it's I think you got to have your own little <laughs> things. Those are my positives. Especially if you, if you if you have a stressed out week. Yes, I'm replenishing my mental things. health. And if I if I attached a negative to the thing that is rehabbing my mental health, I'm not going to replenish my mental health. Self care, Kev. That's it. Well, that's why when when people say they they're going to binge watch something, but they feel guilty about it. If you're going to binge watch, just binge watch and go right. in there and, and do it. Enjoy yeah. it. Yes. If you're going to do it, do it. Don't do it every day of your life and never leave your house for three months. But you got to have some balance. If you go right. and you and you work hard and you play hard and then you want to lay hard, mm-hmm. lay. Well, there's nothing worse than trying to relax with a side order of. Guilt mixed in. It, it, you can't really relax. It's yeah. very humany to make yourself feel guilty about laying around the house for just one day, but you need to release that guilt and enjoy that day of just pampering yourself and not putting on any p- real clothes. If you're going to do it, do it. I love that. Go full gorilla. Yeah. Uh, Emma was talking about the uh, DoorDash tipping that we were on the other day, and uh, she had shown what her last order looked like. With a subtotal of ninety bucks, a transaction fee of two sixty four, sales tax at six thirty seven, delivery fee at basically ten dollars, twenty dollar tip. Yeah, it's one twenty nine when it comes down to it. But yeah, you look at that; those are the little things: delivery fees, transaction fee. Yeah, that's just kind of the weird thing. That did we always have transaction fees, or is that a relatively new thing? It's a new thing. I think back when they first started, they were much smaller. And the merchant would absorb them a lot of times as the cost of doing business. But now the merchant fees have gotten so extravagant that the merchant's like, okay, my costs have gone up and now they're charging more for these merchant fees to use a credit card through their system. I, I can't eat Everything. I've got to pass this on to the consumer. And then something happened where the, the food delivery and then the restaurants, they kind of started turning on each other. No, that motherfucker messed up your order. No, that motherfucker messed up. Oh, but, there's no accountability. There's no accountability. It's the perfect system to finger point. Well, you call the restaurant. Oh, that's your Uber Eats. You have to talk to your Uber Eats. You call your Uber Eats. Oh, it's like the fucking the restaurant, restaurant, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and, and you'll never get the truth. There's no way to figure out who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people go, well, why don't you just go out and go get your food? Because I'm drunk. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. I'm trying to not drunk and drive over here. That's what I'm over eating because I got a couple of drinks in my system. I, yeah. I'm, I'm cleaning the house. I'm dancing around in my underwear. And yeah, I got a few pops in me. And you know what, David? That's, that's part of that, that thing I'm not going to feel guilty about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach it was taking a look at the streaming services and he said, yeah, we pretty much knocked down just to the Hulu and Netflix and even then Netflix is on the chopping block, figuring out how much we actually watch it and enjoy it. He said, I do find myself paying for the YouTube TV, primary way of watching television. Get a lot of classics, plus the sports stuff I want, uh, the NFL Red Zone and watching the Dolphins here and there. Um, So, you know, that's kind of what they're doing. He said, uh, Pluto TV, too, has got the free ad-supported television. A lot of fast channels on that where you do, it's kind of like an old cable type thing where you're watching commercials and you cannot fast-forward. 
in a lot of those. Yeah. But, yeah. You can. He said, you know, you can get the NCIS's Cheers, Price is Right, that kind of stuff is on there. So. Oh, shit. The Price is Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, some people are finding their way through them. But, yeah, you know, you're talking today about that added Amazon fee they got a lawsuit about where it's kind of a bait and switch. They got us into these things. You're paying what you thought it was, and now they want more money for you to watch uh, for a service you thought you were already paying for. And that don't seem cool. When you said that earlier, that it kind of sounded familiar. And, and that I, I tried to order a movie on Amazon Prime. And I thought I already paid for all that shit by being on Amazon Prime. I know I do because I've seen the charges come across for Amazon Prime. And I get stuff in the mail. And it says Prime on the box. Mm. I know I pay for it. And sure enough, Rocco went to go watch a movie. And it was only two ninety nine that they wanted. But I'm like, wait. Two ninety nine. I already pay for this service. Do you ever get tricky bitches? Do you ever get false Amazon Prime excitement? We go, oh shit, Amazon Prime truck is right here. I ordered something. It's for your neighbor. It's for your neighbor. Yeah. Like, Damn, yeah. my pizza shoes ain't in yet. The neighbors I hate always are getting something to Amazon, and Rocco gets so excited. He thinks it's for us. He gets all ginned up and dancing around, and then they go to the neighbor's door, and he's so sad. I mean, they'll they'll, they'll ship three ninety nine stuff from Amazon Prime, and they'll drop it right. I mean, I can't believe some same of the, day. It, it really yeah. is weird how quick it is. In a sense, and what happens with a lot of these things, we're getting spoiled. We are. They're drawing us in. It's becoming the fabric of our lives, and then all of a sudden, they whammo hit you with, "Wait, what? How much am I paying for this now?" And they're like, "But I can't go back. My on, life has changed." On demand culture turns people into assholes well we, we become spoiled yeah you turn yeah. into an asshole and you not think, you I'm, specifically kevin, <laughs> as, as a, as a kevin you're an asshole no, i have I, ever since delivery happened I've, I've turned into a raging dick oh all of a sudden you're you're yeah it's, it's yeah <laughs> tech rage is real with me but then you got that weird thing where the name the game we always play now what you ordered and what you got you said uh one of your friends virginia got some victoria's secret panties and she could tell they were knockoff because the leg holes yes didn't fit right so I've got them right here. She didn't wear them. She gave them to me. And she said they showed up and they kind of they look like Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They look legit. But she said she went to go put them on and the leg hole is too small. And then she started looking at it. And like the way the font is written where it says Victoria's Secret, it's like all crooked. It's Victor's uh, Secret. Wow. And then she realized, oh my gosh, they're not even cut straight in a line. The line's like curvy. She bought fake Victoria's Secret off of an Instagram ad <laughs> that looked legit. Wow. It looked like a Victoria's Secret yeah. clearance house. Uh-huh. And she was like, wow, $2 for a pair of panties. I'll buy it. And then they showed up, and she's like, wait a minute. That looks, yeah. like, that looks like some Walmart shit right there. You want these? I know who, who would. Girl named Lana. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Lana rock those, actually. I, Just know, the leg hole be tight. Uh, do you think I can fit into those? Is there any way? Try it. Try it. You could. I it's going to look it. amazing, too. <laughs> it's going to look hot. I yeah. can't try. My balls and dong will hang out of that. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Where's the problem? <laughs> At least my balls will. <laughs> yeah, with Netflix, um, yeah, to me, it's paying for itself right now because Suits is a solid show. I can see why it was the number one streaming show, according to Nielsen, last year. 
53 billion minutes, I think it was. What do you like better? Suits the show or suits the man? Oh, the man, of course. Oh, okay. right, he, he paused for a second. <laughs> he had to think about it. Just know that suits. Well, the funny <laughs> thing was I was uh, talking to my family the other day, and I, and I said to them, I'm like, going, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here watching Suits. And my son was like, one, what's he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching. He's, just, he's, he's sitting in a chair jerking he's just, off. He's, just sitting, <laughs> he's tossing off again. He's tossing off and petting his cat, and I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> what suits do with their dad? Suits, I would, by the way, I'd watch that. If you were tossing like, off and petting your dad. upset. He's like, wait, what? Dad, What's you guys do fucking weird, man. <laughs> I leave town and this is what you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm picturing suits. I'm just picturing you looking, just looking at suits as he had your couch. I'm just sitting there having a cocktail and I'm just watching him. He's got a cat in one hand, his dog in the other. <laughs> oh, man. It's just how I spend a Saturday now. People would pay for that content. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda said, yeah, I was listening to the ATS on my way home about watching full seasons on streaming services and a heads up for Kev about Suits last night. I was watching season eight on Netflix and when I was done with the last episode, that was it. I googled, I found out season nine is actually on Amazon Prime, so I want to give you a heads up. See, that's that's the thing with these apps, man, and this is where Uh they're getting you and you're wondering why I have all these apps and it's turn into a clusterfuck and I'm spending all this money. It's because these are the strategies that they're doing now. They're scattering shows and seasons on different apps and different things. And I almost feel like there's some kind of conspiracy into it. And I think things are going to start getting ugly before they get better. In fact, I saw you talk about um, all this bundling and the things that they're doing, these possible conspiracies. Today, there's a story Fubo TV is now suing Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers over their joint sports venture, saying it's going to create extreme suppression of competition. Oh. And so there seems to be some kind of talks in collusion behind the scenes. Because when the heck would ESPN, which is Disney, and Fox ever get to go? They're the two big competitors now for college football broadcasting. And now they're going to join together. You're like, what? That doesn't make sense. Why are they coming together? So, yeah, it's these are the kind of things they're doing. And ultimately, I think the consumer are silently getting screwed. And I think it's going to get worse. They don't start winning some of these cases. They don't care. I know they don't. They're just not trying to hide it anymore. Now they're just blatantly yeah. screwing you. Well, and that's just yeah. it. Hopefully, hopefully they'll lose some of these cases as they come up, and hopefully people will sue and say, no, nah, we see what you're doing, man. Which which does feel more insulting, by the way. Getting screwed and not giving a fuck is even – it really is. I'd prefer if you went behind my back and screwed me. Yeah. <laughs> you like it from the rear? On that stuff, yeah. <laughs> from watching Suits to giving Suits something to watch – Cesar thinks that he would like mannequin. There's it, no fucking way. I, I saw this. I'm like, dude, there's this is exactly the textbook of what suits hates an <laughs> 80s comedy. And that's that why it's unbelievable. It's a guy that winds up banging a mannequin, which is hot, that, that comes to life, <laughs> but only he can see it. Yeah, Suits would, he might give it a 12. I love, maybe. I love cheesy, shitty. And you you love the idea of banging a mannequin that comes to life. All of it checks my boxes, (laughs) but there's no way. I mean, that's that's a 
I like it, but it is corny as fuck. That movie is really cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Banger soundtrack, though. Oh, oh, yeah. It's got a great soundtrack. What's Starship. it got on it? Oh, uh, Starship. It's going to stop us now. It's a great song. I think that's all they got, but it's still, that song <laughs> alone one makes song. it a banger soundtrack. <laughs> they got one song. Uh, we were talking about uh, celebrities that uh, come off a bit shady. Who do you think is a bit shady? And this isn't somebody that's been canceled or necessarily exposed, but you just think behind the scenes, man, they've got some maniacal things. And The Rock came up, and Daniel said the past three weeks, it's been a little interesting, The Rock, and I think he's coming off a bit shady. He just became a board member of TKO. That's the whole wrestling thing. He just went back in there, and he's got this partnership name with the UFC also. And WWE, he got it all on the same day with the whole Mc, Jim Mc, or what's it? Vince, Vince McMahon, McMahon. Sorry, there's too many McMahon's out there. Yeah, Jim the will not like that you get mixed yeah, up with Vince. with the whole Vince McMahon situation who we do know is shady. And he said it was just kind of interesting how it all came. He was just conveniently there to pick up the scraps of what was dropped off when Vince McMahon had to walk away. Then he gets to WrestleMania. So, I don't know. Apparently, there's a little bit of a backlash now, which he became a heel now to fix things and make WWE interesting. So, maybe some people in that circle think that uh, there's some shady dealings going on there. So, people are going back and taking old clips of, of some wrestling shit. And throughout the years, Vince McMahon's had some crazy storylines. Mm. Well, there's this one storyline where Stephanie McMahon, his daughter, she's yelling at him in the ring. She goes, you... She's either in the ring or the locker room, but she's yelling at her dad because you made me do so many things when I was 17 and I didn't want to do that. Like, it, it's, it was a clip from the, the script. It, you know, it's a oh, real wow. part of the show. Yeah. But people are taking that going. He was he was leaking it out in, in his content. Look at this shit. Mm. I think he's going down this time. Really? You do. Oh, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit around him. Yeah. That's a little bit different than before. They finally got him. I, I, look. They've tried to get him over and over again. It just, I, I can tell, this one seems a little bit different to me. Huh. Yeah, it, it does seem like this one's got a little bit more heat behind it, so I, I do agree with you on that. It depends on what you can prove. You can say someone's done something, and, and that's what's all, that's always been the case with him. And I think they've even proven he's done some shit, and he still has gotten out of so it. So weaseled out. Yeah. There, yeah. There, there's rumors that he might have. Okay, it all makes sense. I guess the mafia still is around. Oh yeah, no doubt they do. Um, the mafia now is probably going to be loving life because I think they're doing about what they've always done. But now it's all cartel talk and Russian mob and other things like that. That at least your Italian mob, I think, is like, yeah, it's kind of cool. I think they like flying under the radar. Yeah, it means less attention it. for them. Yeah. You don't want the attention in the, in the mafia, Virginia. No. The one thing about it is if, if people's going around saying they're in the mafia, then they're not in the mafia. They're not in the mafia. <laughs> I don't think you can go around saying you're in the mafia. No. Mm-hmm. So you get clipped. <laughs> Somebody had said, too, uh, Beyonce seems a little shady. Now, I don't know if uh, anybody thinks there's anything going on here with uh, her manipulation with the country thing, but uh, Samantha did say, I was just thinking about the Beyonce country album coming out and also, there's a Taylor Swift album that's coming out. How much of an FU would that be to everybody, including Kanye, if those two did a country music collaboration? There's there's talk that that realistically will happen. I would not be surprised. She said, I think Beyonce and Miley doing Jolene would be amazing, too. Yeah, they are. I think that's already in the works. Dolly's going to be a part of that song. Interesting what you guys think about a Beyonce and Taylor collab. 
uh, because that would take both of them to an even higher place in music. I think I love it. I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think everything you just wrote in there, Samantha, is actually going to happen. I love collaborations, and I, yeah. even if it's not for me, I just like the idea of people getting together and jamming out and doing something cool. It's fun. Yeah, for yeah. me, I like that. I I think that the the lines are starting to blend a lot more together with so many of the genres of music that are out there, from country to R and B to to rap and alternative and pop and dance and all that i mean you hear elements now in all those songs country has radically changed over the last couple years a lot of people don't love it they think it's a little too poppy uh, because they do have a lot of collaborations now with edm artists and country stars and so it's kind of a dance country song there's a good bit of that that uh, is coming out and yeah to have more diversity in the format i think is great i think it's welcome i think a lot of, especially the younger country fans definitely are there for it they would love to have it happen, and it's it start. You're slowly starting to get more diversity in country, which is needed. So now, all country fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw there's a, a show, and I was a little kid. It's called the Dukes of Hazard, and a guy on there named John Schneider. I think he was Bo Duke. He's not a fan of the whole Beyonce thing going over into country, and I don't know if it's anything racial. I think some of the older country fans they just they want to preserve the sound and the feel. To me, I, I think I, I think the one essence that country has that they pride themselves on is its music with stories in it. I think that's where the the authenticity they sometimes don't like when they do get too pop. You know, it's a lot of pop music. There's not much of a story to it. It's pretty shallow. Shake my ass. Let's get fucked up. We yeah. live young. We're gonna die. I think some country fans are a little, you know, kind of like how people in South Florida are worried about overdevelopment. I think some country diehard classic country fans are worried about they're going to start losing the great storytelling that happens in the format. The other thing, too, is this is a kind of this is, believe it or not, not an old thing in country. They, Garth Brooks wasn't welcomed with open arms with the old traditional country people. Oh, yeah. Every not generation liked, happens. Not well, everyone liked Garth. Hank, Hank Williams Jr. sang about how. You know, the old guard didn't like when he came in because, you know, oh, Hank, why do you drink? Why do you smoke? And that was something country didn't like. You know, you were behaved. You were buttoned up. You didn't smoke, drink, all that kind of stuff. You didn't swear. I just feel like, you know, the one thing you got to realize is that things are... Things are going to change. You're going to think they're changing, yeah. but if you really look at it, it's, it's evolution. It's, it's the same thing, though. Yeah. It, it's always... It's, it's changing, but it's the same. It's evolution. You can't stop it. It's always going to happen. Um, got uh, Christy here. You're talking a little bit about uh, giving a plush toy to a nine-year-old kid at school. Will that cause any kind of problems? The teachers had said, yeah, if you do it before or after class, you'll be all right. Christy is a third-grade teacher. Said, yeah, the only thing, though, what you do for one, you got to do for all. That's why I think you need to do it discreetly. Kelly said, from the perspective of a teacher, we encourage kids to hand out things after school during recess so other students don't feel left out. So be careful of that. So let your kid know as they give the toy out that that's how it should happen. And we also do encourage students to tell us when they do feel uncomfortable. So if the girl does feel uncomfortable, we might have to say, look, hey, you know, it's a little too much for this kid. Well, Give her the toy. It's unwanted. Don't be creepy about it. Yeah. <laughs> Crushes are weird, man. You know, whether you have the crush or you're getting the, you know, the energy from somebody who has the crush. You ever have a, someone crushing on you and you are not feeling them and they were a little overbearing? Yeah. That gets a little uncomfortable. It's so awkward. <laughs> it really is. And then they, make, they try to make you feel guilty. 
Yeah. And uh, I was talking about how my son took a good 30 minutes to get into school yesterday with the metal detectors. So, you know, he's uh, he's always struggled being on time when they didn't have them. Uh, five entrances narrowed down to two at his school. And Jenna said, you know, the shitty thing about the metal detectors is they seem to be putting them in the wrong schools. My son goes to Santa Lucius, and there has been three pairs of brass knuckles used in fights this year, one can of pepper spray and a knife. Still none there, but I will say they do make a difference. I used to have them in East St. Louis at our elementary school, and it uh, did wonders there. So, yeah, but, you know, every school's going to get them. I don't know if there's any rhyme or reason as to the schools are putting them in in what order. And the further they go, I think they're thinking less of it. I think the first four were strategically done, uh, but I'm not sure, you know, where they are with it now. It's probably going to have to be all of them eventually. It is. Yeah, all 24 by the end of the year are going to have them, all 24 high schools in Palm Beach County. And then, like I said, Broward County is eyeballing it to – Consider doing it in all their schools as well. It's just probably where we're going now. I just want to see if they're effective or not. There's only 24 high schools in Palm Beach County. What yep. a stat. I never knew. Yeah. That I'll never remember. <laughs> yeah. You'll forget that in five minutes. Quiz me tomorrow and see if I yeah, remember. What? No, I 300. <laughs> if you would have said how many schools are in Palm Beach said High schools, yeah. I said probably 87. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 20, 24 right now. Yeah, it's got a new one this year. Um, and we were also talking about uh, the was it the measles? Is that what it was that uh, was in that elementary school yeah. in uh, Broward? There, I saw they're up to six cases now. Oh boy! Yeah, and we were asking about uh, if you're immunized from the measles and rubella, how long does it last? And thank you to Patrick. He said lifetime from the CDC. Yeah, so usually considered protected for life. If you wow, got that as man! A kid. Whoever came up with that vaccine. You wonder, did they, did they make a lot of money from that? Or did they just get the, oh, you, good job, Kevin, Dr. Kevin. Now get, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, to me, that's a big deal. We should know oh, who. It is. No, I mean, I remember. I mean, do you know the name well, of who, who, who invented that? I don't. Well, I mean, yeah, you look at some of the ones, the person who invented the, the polio vaccine and pasteurized milk and, you know, uh, things like that through. Louis Pasteur. Right. Yes. Oh, I know that because pasteurization is a very important part of beer. Yeah. You're right. There are some people we should we should celebrate their names more. The inventor of the air condition. Everyone should know he that He has his own name. statue in the Florida State House. Yeah, but no one knows that fucker is. <laughs> we should have a day for him. Yeah, probably a little bit more. Yeah, Jonas Salk was uh, the one who did the polio vaccine. Okay, I know that name. Okay, yeah, that's, that's why, because of the polio vaccine. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, people to, should be. I mean, you're getting a vaccine that knocks it out for a lifetime that was killing motherfuckers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should know your name. We should throw you a party, we Louis th- Pasteur. <laughs> right. Yeah. It says uh, Willis Carrier was the first modern air conditioning system. I don't think that's the guy who has the statue in the state house, but that happened in 1902. Have you heard Carrier for AC? Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. It came from it's a brand. Came from the guy that invented the first one. Look at that. How about that? Always learning stuff on this show, right? We we really do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also had a PSA earlier on the show because um, look, you got spring break that's going to kick off on Saturday. You may have friends that are coming down; they're going to go out to the beach. Probably just goes without saying. Unfortunately, a child lost their life yesterday at uh, Lauderdale by the Sea, digging a big old hole in the sand, and it caved back in on 
Um, two kids, one made it out, uh, one did not. And Jason said, you know, along with your warning about digging in the sand, we also need to remind people about rip currents. Our lifeguards pulled a dad and his two daughters out of a rip current yesterday. Unfortunately, the dad didn't make it. So, yeah, look, it's beautiful right now, right? When you go out to the beach, you'd walk out there and be like, oh my gosh, this is just nothing but God's glory all around us. And you don't, you know, you're thinking the only danger is probably a shark, which is probably the least of your worries. It's weird things like rip currents and sand falling in on you. I think we also have to accept the fact that when we go in the water, we've been we've been swimming around sharks the whole fucking time. The whole time yeah. we've had sharks around us more than we thought we did. We had sharks. Yeah. We didn't have drones. But now we know. <laughs> That's just it. We didn't have drones back in the day. Yeah, oh, there's right. sharks around here. Oh, I know. Yeah. These drones make it go, holy shit. There was, there was always sharks. There's right a there. shark right behind me. <laughs> Yeah, Damn it. I saw we had a great white off the coast of Boynton Beach. Ugh. Big I s- old one. I saw, I don't know what shark it was, but there was people on the shore, and the shark is swimming up and jumps onto the beach, beaches itself, and then swims back into the water when the wave yeah. comes around. Yeah. When, when sharks start jumping out of the water to bite you or to scare you. I mean, he yeah. is a stunting shark. That is. I did appreciate the effort. That is A for effort. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going, is this real? <laughs> Shit, everything's off. Maybe it's a robot. I don't know. <laughs> My daughter sent me a video. Somebody had a pretty good concept because they know spring break's going to get going. And they had this video. Short, sharks just going nuts, man. It looked like a hundred sharks. And they're going, look out, man. The water's a Key West. Totally infested right now. And then I looked in the comments. Somebody's like, they just baited the water, motherfuckers. Aww. So they baited the water with chum. And the sharks are going crazy. And they're going, gosh, this is what's good. Like, and so people up north who are coming down have no idea. Right. They think that's what it looks like. You're walking down the beach. And that's what the sharks look like in the waters of Key West. <laughs> You're right. People look but at. But it, it, it got numbers. People that don't that live in Florida, they look at. Florida, yeah. how we we don't live in New York, so all right. we see are reports. I'm thinking there's always Mohawk gangs and right. all kind of stuff yeah, going you on. Don't know. We I ask don't about, hey, look, I see the news, and you know, it seems like there's people that cross the border illegally that's just mugging people right and left in New York. And is that legit or not? So yeah, that's why we're trying to get the word out if somebody's up north and they're coming down here. Here are some things to know. And, and Nate, you know, just on the thing about the rip currents, yeah, don't fight it. Swim parallel to the shore. Uh, you just got to kind of relax. It's What happens is they pull you out, you start fighting them, you freak out, and you tire yourself out, and then it takes you under. Me and Virginia both almost died from the the rip current. It, yep. it almost took us yeah. out. They're I got terrifying. stuck in one real bad. I would say, you know, if you're bringing your kids to the beach, make them wear life vests. I, I, don't, I don't care if they think it looks dorky. Make them wear a life vest if they're going in the water. Yeah, kids will be real cool about that. Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they don't go in the water, make them wear a life vest. <laughs> on the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me see a couple other uh, closing comments here. Somebody said, isn't Swift on one of Beyonce's new songs? It's not been released yet. I don't know. It might be. I have heard little rumblings that they've got uh, a collaboration coming up. Who gets top credit on that? I don't know. Um, another person on the country music. They want to preserve the color. Country fans support racism talk. You know, I I think there, yeah, I'm sure there is, you know, some stuff that uh, is in there with some fans, unfortunately. Uh, Look, I mean, racism, it still does exist in some people. I don't think that's a shock to anybody. You know, hopefully it's getting better. They said, so if there's a collaboration with Beyonce and Taylor, why is Beyonce shady? 
I, I don't get the whole Beyonce shady because she's doing country music. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't understand that either. I, I. The only thing I can think is that you know maybe some people thought that you are treading into a genre you think is easy to get a hit in because there's not a lot of quality artists and they're defending it saying no we got a lot of really great musicians and it's a lot harder to get a country hit than you would think that's the only thing i could think and that has nothing to do with the color of anybody's skin or anything like that it's just a preservation of what we do and how we do it but i mean i I don't know the answer but i do know that people just want to fight though (laughs) they do yeah and and people do yeah sometimes get a little too you know upset when there's nothing there to fight everything's an argument out of nothing everything's an argument Country bar brawl. Yeah, but yeah everything's a country bar brawl. So far, it seems it seems really good. So I'm I'm encouraging it, and I hope that uh, we get there because I think it's good for the format for everybody else. Love to see people jumping into country and doing a couple hits and making it a part of their sound. And to piggyback, kind of on this conversation, check out that Chris Gaines album. <laughs> Garth Brooks did back in the 90s. Just don't look at the cover. It is weird, but that's an underrated album. It's okay. probably, although he's a dick face when it comes to his music, you can't find anything Garth unless you buy it through yeah. the Garth verse. Well, today it was hard uh, to find that we did Friends in Low Places, and that's why that's coming up. It was in the two second tunes. And yeah, you go on to regular Apple music, and uh, they're not for sale. Garth no. is a dick. He's mm-hmm. almost. I don't know who's bigger dicks, the Eagles or Garth when it comes to their music. Yeah, and they're starting that uh, Eagles trial today on the handwritten notes for Hotel California. There were three guys that uh, apparently stole them. And so, yeah, they're kind of causing a little issue and they're going to have a big trial about it. That'll be interesting to Mm -hmm. see who they say. Did the guys steal them or did they come across them? Henley's Mm -hmm. got a bunch of cases He's got to be worried. He's very busy. He's a busy dude. And if you'd like to go see him in person and call him dick faces, they're going to be at the Hard Rock Live here in South Florida on March 1st and 2nd. Love his music. I think Mm -hmm. he's an amazing musician. I think he's a dick face. John, love your music. (laughs) Think you're a dick face. All right, thanks for all the uh, feedback and emails. Always appreciate it. Send them to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all have a great Wednesday. See you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.